The following podcast contains strong language. It's in the book. Hello, hello. Welcome to It's In The Book, Season 2, Episode 2, The Stairway to Heaven, subtitled Jacob and Esau, Sibling Rivalry 101. It's real. They're getting it on. (laughs) Not in that way. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, whoa, hang on. (laughs) I am Jay Sylvan. I am a Unitarian Universalist minister. My pronouns are they, then there, and I know the Bible pretty well. I'm David Waters. My pronouns are he, him. I'm Minister for Education at King's Chapel, and I know the Bible pretty darn well. I'm Sue Buzzard, she, hers, and I am a, a lay person married to Jay who was raised Catholic and went to confirmation class. And I know some stuff in the Bible. I mostly know the hits, but I'm really a lay person. <laughs> Sue knows a lot of the pop cultural things that are in the ether, yeah, the mm-hmm, cultural real. ether, but uh, has yeah. not read the Bible. That's right. If there was a musical about it, most likely I know it really well. <laughs> <laughs> and so the way this show works is I tell a story from the Bible, David and I talk about it, and Sue reacts to it. Yeah. Previously in the Bible. So Sarah died. Abraham was sad. (laughs) And he bought some land from the Hittites to bury her in in Hebron. Mm. And then he's like, crap, I'm getting old. A servant, go get a wife for my son Isaac from my hometown because I do not like the people around here. And the servant's like, what if she doesn't consent? And Abraham's like, well, then don't force her, you psychopath. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No, seriously. No, like, no, that's, I actually mean, that's, what that's actually what happens. Just, yeah, he it. doesn't call him a psychopath, but still. Uh, and then the servant goes to find Rebecca, who is called a twink repeatedly. And she offers his camel's water. And he's like, oh, hey, would you like to be married to my very rich lord? Mm. And she's like, sounds great. And she comes back with them and there's a very romantic meeting between Rebecca and Isaac. And then Abraham dies and he's buried Mm. by his sons, Isaac and Ishmael. And it's the most awkward funeral ever. And it gives us Ishmael's line and says his people camped near Egypt, where his Mm. mother was from. And that was uh, supposed to be foreboding. Yeah, I I, I don't know if I'd call it foreboding so much as just like a... Well, no, you and David... But basically did yeah. the equivalent of exchanged a knowing glance. And I was like, hey, what's going on in Egypt? Uh, you were like, oh. For those, for those who can't see us, there are a lot of knowing glances, you know, yeah. We all know what happens in Egypt. Uh, uh, I guess, it doesn't I guess necessarily so. stay in Egypt. <laughs> it actually oh. never does. <laughs> what happens in Egypt always mm. shows up outside of Egypt and never is contained. Always travels through the desert for 40 years. And <laughs> Perfect. All right, moving on. <laughs> yes. Sue, what do you know about Jacob and his twin brother Esau? The only thing I can think of is if it's the same Jacob I'm thinking of, it's the Jacob from Joseph and the Macy Technica, the dream code. Daddy. Yeah. It's, yes, Jacob, it's daddy. Jacob and sons. It's like, oh, it's Jacob of Jacob and mm. sons. And that's it. Yeah. He's, he's dad. 
I didn't even know he had a twin. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. No, that's not well, a that's not a thing people know. Talk. FYI. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. you got to read the book. <laughs> well, because exactly. there is that's drama. There is drama. I mean, <laughs> I'm here to hear all about the drama. So long so. before Jacob was daddy, mm. he was a little fetus in a womb. <laughs> and well, next to another little fetus. Next to another. Mm. Little, okay, and we're gonna hear all about that. Feisty fetuses. So. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebecca as his wife and Isaac pleaded with the Lord on behalf of Rebecca because she was barren. Just kind of throwing that in there. I think it's meant to remind us of Sarah. Here we go again. Uh, Remember the barren matriarchs. It's a thing. And, but then it's very quick because then Rebecca gets pregnant. So they just kind of threw that in there. Just to immediately then say, okay, but Isaac prayed and then Rebecca gets pregnant. But it says that the children crushed each other inside of her. So she is upset and goes straight to the source and inquires of the Lord. And the Lord sings a song, does a little musical number, poem. (laughs) Wait, really? (laughs) Well, I mean, he he does a poem. Oh, cool. So like it's a little musical number. And he says, two nations are in your womb. Two people will come out of your body. One will be stronger than the other, but the greater will serve the smaller. Or it might be the older will serve the younger. And when it was time to give birth, Hine, voila, mm. there were twins in there. Oh, yay. And the first one came out red and hairy, mm. and they named him Esau. Mm. And then Esau's brother came out holding on to Esau's heel, and they named him Jacob. Oh. And it says, <laughs> help, help me out, bro. Yeah. Mm. And it says Isaac was 60 years old when they were born. Fast forward to their kind of grown up now. <laughs> so here we have, remember the parallelism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember? I remember it's a thing. It's a thing. That's very good. big. Yes, it's very big. And we have the first of two stories where Jacob, the younger twin, gets the birthright or a blessing that should belong to Isa by tradition or law oh, or whatever, yeah, yeah. because he is the older one. Yeah, yeah. And we've yeah. already seen this happen a couple of times, right? Because we've seen Cain and Abel kind of switcheroo there. Mm. And then Seth and Cain oh. kind of switcheroo. Mm-hmm. And then we saw uh, with Ishmael and Isaac, Isaac kind of getting the birthright even though ishmael is technically born first the older yeah Mm. so this is kind of a recurring theme but here we have the first of two stories about jacob and esau with this sort of sibling switcheroo another reason that they probably do these doubled stories is because there were maybe two different traditions like two different oral traditions of Mm -hmm. the same story and when they were putting it all together in the bible they were like what are we going to do with these two different versions i know let's kind of compare and contrast them let's kind of Mm. put them in parallel together Mm -hmm. and see what further meaning we can draw from them by placing them together Mm -hmm. good editing so i think that's actually really cool yeah yeah Anyway, this is one of those doubled stories. And in the first one right here, we get trading the birthright for tasty snacks. Relatable. (laughs) I mean, who hasn't been Right. And this comes kind of back later as well. But it says the boys grew up and Esau became a skilled hunter, an outdoorsman. And Jacob was a quiet slash wholesome slash pure man who stayed 
in the tents. Safarius says that this is an idiom for being a sheep herder, but what it says is he liked to stay in the tents. So the way I read this is Jacob was a soft boy. Um, <laughs> it says Isaac loved Esau because he liked he had the taste of game in his mouth. He liked the, the meat he brought home. Mm -hmm. But Rebecca loved Jacob. Jacob. No qualifier. She just loved him. Aww. And then once Jacob was cooking stew, again, soft boy, at least from a modern <laughs> perspective. And Esau came in from the field exhausted and said, give me some of that red stuff to eat. I am starving. And Jacob is like, you want the red stuff? Sell me your birthright. <gasps> mm. And Esau is like, OMG, I am at the edge of death. He's mm. <laughs> a uh, soft boy now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, what to me is a birthright if I'm going to die? And Jacob's like, swear to me. And Esau does. And so the birthright went to Jacob, the younger twin. And Jacob gave him bread and lentil stew. And he ate. And thus did Esau spurn his birthright. Dun, dun, dun. Dang. So do you remember, honey, all the way back last year when there were the sister wife stories with abraham and sarah and they'd go to this like king's place and uh, mm -hmm. abraham would be like hey you're beautiful say you're my sister so they don't kill me to take you yeah and there were two of them yes and there was like sister wife and then there was sister wife two electric boogaloo <laughs> So now we get sister wife three electric boogalee. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Flows off the tongue. But, anyway. it, yeah, but, it's, but it's with Rebecca and Isaac. Oh, mm. okay. Yeah. And this one acknowledges that this has happened twice before, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Because it says there was a famine in the land, a different famine from the one that happened with Abraham. <laughs> so this is confused. Yeah. Like, it's not the same famine, everybody. We all know this about is the a other different famine. time. It's a new one. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. Oh, in that Gerard. guy, yeah, Abimelech. And Adonai had blessed Isaac with the whole, I'll make your offspring as numerous as the stars, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, as long as you don't go to Egypt. So it says Isaac stayed in Gerar and didn't go to Egypt. And local men asked him about his wife. And he was like, oh, she's my sister. Because he was worried they'd kill him. We've heard this before. Then after a while, Abimelech looks out of his window and saw Isaac Isaacing his wife. So remember how <gasps> Isaac, Isaac means he laughed, right? That word, it has a lot of meanings. It means laugh. It can mean play. It can mean sort of play in sort of a derogatory sense. Mm. And apparently it can also mean play in a sexy sense Aww. because he looks out and he sees Isaac, Isaacing his wife. Oh. And <laughs> Abimelech is like, what the fuck? Why did you tell mm. me she was your sister? One of our people could have boned her and then you would have brought guilt upon us. No one touched this dude. And Isaac mm -hmm. starts this a farm. Seeming very familiar for some reason. <laughs> anyway, don't do it. So then Isaac starts a farm on Abimelech's land and becomes super wealthy and successful. And Abimelech is like, get the fuck out of here with all that wealth. So Isaac mm. goes into this wadi <laughs> and, and he digs some wells. And then he goes up to Beersheba and Adonai visits him and blesses him again. And Isaac builds an altar and invokes Adonai by name. And he pitches a tent and starts digging another freaking well. And Abimelech comes to see him and Isaac is like what the fuck you were a dick to me and the Philistines were like well now that we see Adonai is with you so like let's do a covenant so that you'll never hurt us because we didn't hurt you Isaac makes them a feast and they eat and drink and the next morning they swore to each other and the Philistines go off and Isaac's servants are then like yay we found water yay another will okay that mm -hmm. story's over 
So again, we have this doubled story of Jacob taking Esau's birthright or blessing. So here it says when Esau was 40 years old, he took two Hittite wives, Judith and Basimat, and Isaac and Rebekah are not happy about them. Oh my. Well, remember how Abraham was like, fuck the women around here. Oh, yeah. But not literally. It's like, no, 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 not like that. Not like that. Yeah, he was As a like, matter of fact, the I, opposite of that. Yeah. Isaac and Rebecca are not happy about Esau's two Hittite wives. And when Isaac is old and he can't see anymore, he calls Esau to him and he's like, hey, I'm old. I could die at any minute. Go hunt me some game. Make me my favorite meal and bring it to me to eat so I can bless you before I die. Why can't you just bless him? It's but he lie. really wants his favorite meal. And remember, who's whose favorite? Oh, uh, Rebecca likes Jacob. Yes. And the other one and the other one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Rebecca has been listening to this conversation. And when Esau goes out to hunt the game, Rebecca goes to her fave Jacob and is like, hey, I just heard this convo and here is what we are going to do. Go to the flock and grab me a tasty kid, a, a baby oh, yeah, goat, babe goat, a baby yeah. goat. <laughs> uh, and I will make your father's favorite dish with them. Then you will take it to your father and he will bless you before he dies instead of your older brother. Because remember, he can't see it well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jacob is like, but my brother is big and hairy and he's a bear and I'm a smooth, soft boy. <laughs> if he touches me, he'll figure it out and he'll curse me instead of blessing me for trying to trick him. And Rebecca is like, look, I'll take your curse if you get cursed. Just go get the goats. So he goes and he gets the goats and she makes Isaac's favorite dish and she takes Esau's finest clothes and puts them on Jacob and she takes... The skins from the slaughtered baby goats and covers Jacob's exposed hands and neck with them. Honestly, Mm. I was hoping that that was going to be the solution. Yeah. I was like, because it's a caper. (laughs) It's a caper. It is a caper. (laughs) Biblical Mm. hijinks. So Jacob goes to Isaac, all dressed up in this situation and he's like father and isaac is like which one are you (laughs) wow just in that voice too i thought it was super interesting that alter says some translate it as which one are you but what alter says is the better translation is who are you my son it's more of an existential question than a which one are you because then when we get to like how he greets the other one when you look at the differences it's thought that was kind of interesting okay so he says who are you my (laughs) son (laughs) and jacob is like i'm Esau. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's the ticket. <laughs> I'm your firstborn. Here, I did the mm-hmm. thing you said and I brought your favorite dish. So give me the blessing. And Isaac is like, wow, that was fast. How did you do this so quickly? And Jacob is like, because your God helped me. Mm. Yeah, that's right. it. <laughs> we're, we're going with that. We're going with that. We're going with that. Mm. And Isaac is like, something is fishy. Uh So he's like, come over and let me touch you to see if you're really Esau. So Jacob comes close and Isaac touches Jacob's hand. It's covered with the goat skins that Uh Rebecca had put there. And he thinks to himself, this is so weird. 
It sounds mm. like Jacob's voice, but <laughs> these hairy hands are definitely Esau's. Mm. <laughs> these hairy goat-like hands are a thousand percent. <laughs> so yeah. he blesses him. He blesses uh, Jacob and he eats the feast and they hug and kiss. And Isaac smells Esau's clothes that Jacob is wearing and is like, that's the smell of the field where Esau <laughs> spends all his time. Mm. So I definitely blessed the right, right son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Isaac does a blessing poem slash musical number. And he says, may God give you the dew of heaven and the fat of the earth and a lot of grain and wine. Mm. Uh, let people serve you and nations and may you be ruler over your brothers. Yeah, may mm. your mother's sons bow to you. Cursed be they who curse you. Blessed be they who bless you. Hey, that includes me. Huh. <laughs> So just as Jacob leaves his father after being blessed, Esau returns because it is a caper <gasps> mm. <laughs> and he makes his father's favorite meal with the game he got and goes oh, in God. to see Isaac and is like, here, eat my game so I can receive your blessing. And Isaac is like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, boy. Who the wow. fuck are you? <laughs> and Esau is like, I'm Esau, your firstborn. And Isaac, this is actually really sad because <laughs> it says Isaac starts shaking and says, then who the fuck was that who I just blessed? Mm. There are mm. no take backs and blessings. <laughs> <laughs> no take backs. No take backs. And then Esau starts sobbing uncontrollably mm. and says, Bless me too, father. Mm. It's, this is so sad. Oh my God, that's so sad. I know it's really sad. And then Isaac is like, Your brother came in treachery and took your blessing. And mm. Esau is like, Was he named Jacob because he would usurp me these two times? Jacob is kind of a pun, as all of the names are puns. Man, the Bible loves puns, It does, yeah. Mm, It says, first he took my birthright with the lentils, and now he's taking my blessing with the Mm. meats. So it acknowledges, you know, again, it acknowledges that both stories happen, so it's clearly not just shitty editing, right? Like, some people like to argue, like, that this (laughs) is just shitty editing, that they just put these two stories together, but, like, they're making them work together. Yeah. Isaac is like, look, I made him ruler over you and I Mm. gave him all his brothers as servants and sustained him with grain and wine. So like, what is even left for you, my son? Mm. And then it says, Esau raises his voice and weeps and says, don't you have one blessing left? Bless me too, father. Oh my God, my heart. Like Mm. this man, dang it. I'm sad. (laughs) This is really sad. Just get it over with. Just finish it. Okay. (laughs) So Isaac is like, okay, you'll live by your sword and serve your brother. But when you get restless, you will break his yoke from your neck. Oh, okay. So that's kind of a Mm -hmm. blessing. Yeah. That's, Mm. yeah. It's a sort of a, that's like, you'll have an out. You have an out. You don't, yeah. So Esau is fucking pissed at Jacob. Mm-hmm. And I think we can understand that. And he's like, as soon as my father fucking dies, I'm fucking gonna kill that kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will murder he's him. Dead. So Rebecca catches wind of this 
and tells her fave, Jacob, look, Issa is planning to kill you. Mm. So here's a plan. Go to Haran and stay with my brother Laban until Issa cools down. And then mm. I will come and get you. And then Rebecca says to Isaac, we're, we're all of a sudden we're bringing back the Hittite women that Esau married. Mm. So Rebecca says to Isaac, I am disgusted with my life because of the Hittite <laughs> women. <laughs> Whoa, where did this come from? Women disgust <laughs> why, are me. Just, why are you just dragging them back into this for no reason? <laughs> and she says, well, this is, it actually makes sense because she's, she's this is like her plan of getting Jacob oh, out of here. Okay, okay. So mm. says, I am disgusted with my life because of the Hittite women. If Jacob marries a Hittite woman, what will life be to me? So Isaac calls for Jacob and blesses him and says, don't take a wife from the Canaanites. Go to Paddan Aram and take one of your uncle Laban's daughters instead. So again, being first cousin, definitely a feature, not a bug. Isaac's like- Every time I hear it, I feel like it. I'm like, oh, it's supposed to make it feel like a little easier every time. Nope, does nothing. It's <laughs> still, you know, it's nothing. a different time, still there. Oh, no. yeah. different place. Rudy Giuliani married his cousin. This is not. That is so funny. I thought about that earlier and I was like, clearly I've just been watching too much Seth Meyers. Let it go. (laughs) No need for that to come up here. I'm sorry. I'm glad someone else did it, David. I'm sorry I had to do it. Thank you. I'm just saying this isn't that. It's not that far in the past that people married their cousins, even in. Oh, yeah. I mean, Europe, you know. Right. Like, oh, do they gotta keep do it that? in the fam? I no, I'm making no allegations okay. God, of what, what the Europeans do. Still do. <laughs> this is like hate speech. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, well, like... we have zero European audience listening to this now. Way to go. So Isaac is like, may El Shaddai bless you and make you fruity and numerous, and may you have <laughs> the ble- see, yeah, it's a callback. Yes. May you have the blessings of Abraham so you may possess land where you are traveling. So Jacob goes off to Laban's house, Laban's house, uh, who is Rebecca's brother, whom you will remember Mm. from the last uh, episode. Mm. And when Esau realizes that Jacob had gone to marry his cousin instead of a local girl at the request of his parents, he realizes that they are pissed about his Hittite wives. So Esau is like, I should marry my cousin too. (laughs) So Esau goes. Poor Esau. I know. I love Esau. And so he goes and takes a third wife, uh, Mahalat, daughter of Ishmael, Isaac's brother. Oh, hey. I know. So very interesting because Ishmael just keeps coming back. And Esau is like, okay, I guess my mom and dad will love me if I marry mm. my cousin, because that's apparently what they're into. My face is so sad right now. So if Jacob marries mom's brother's kid, I'll marry dad's brother's kid. And also, this is like an interesting parallel because Ishmael was also a firstborn who was possibly unfairly usurped by the secondborn, just like mm. Esau. So anywho, Jacob leaves Beersheba and goes to Haran and he stops for the night and puts a stone under his head and lays down and he dreams that a ladder or a stairway was stuck into the ground Mm. and its top reached the heavens and OMG messengers of God were going up and down on it or angels of God. Mm -hmm. And there Mm. was a lady who was sure that all that glitters is gold. Exactly. Mm. (laughs) Uh, and she's buying it uh, and next to him was the lord holy Mm. shit whoa i know Uh, like 
the Lord, the Lord just shows up who said, right I'm, yeah, he says, I am the Lord God of your father, Abraham and Isaac. I will assign the land you're lying on to your offspring. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust in the earth. We've heard all this before. Uh, remember, I'm with you. I'll protect you wherever you go. And I'll bring you back to this land. And I won't leave until you've done what I've promised you. So Jacob wakes up and is like, shit, this land is awesome. So he takes a stone and he pours oil on it and names the place Bethel, which is house of God. Then Jacob vows, if God remains with me and protects me on this journey, giving me bread and clothing. And if I return to my father's house, then Adonai shall be my God. So this is mm. very like contingency based. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah. I yeah. guess this God right? will be my it's God. Like if this, yeah. this, this, and this happen, then okay, I'm on board. That doesn't feel <laughs> like the same kind of faith that Abraham had, did it? Like Abraham was just like, okay, God. I mean, you know, the new generation. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> like, it's Gen Z prophets. And the st- and it says, this stone will be God's house. And all you give me, I'll set aside 10% for you. So there's, so I feel like one of the things that we explore is like the, the echoes of these Bible stories in our sort of pop contemporary culture. Yeah. But then- one of the other interesting things is the echoes of these stories in our sort of religious culture, right? Um, and so we talked about how we all sort of come from a, a Catholic origins. And when I got to this spot and he's like, how fearsome is this place? This can be but the house of God and this is the gate of the heavens, right? And so that phrase, house of God, gate of heaven, right? In my favorite church in Seattle, that was Domus Dei Porticelli, right? Is the Latin house of God, gate of heaven. And it's like inscribed in a mosaic on the floor when you walk in. We didn't just invent that ourselves, right? This comes from this story and it comes from Jacob just out there, you know, uh, with his stones. So it's just cool to find those sort of like prequels to phrases that you're familiar with. Also, if we're from Christian tradition, mm-hmm. a lot of, I think, people in Christianity think, oh, well, but the New Testament is where everything really comes mm, from. And the old, yeah. te- you know, many, the Hebrew Bible, you're like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But actually, kind of everything in the New Testament comes <laughs> from the Hebrew Bible. Like, even the Newsflash. shit Jesus says. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus was Jewish. <laughs> right. Like, like, even, even the like, things that yeah. people, you know, like, like, love thy neighbor as thyself, mm-hmm. like, is, mm-hmm. is a direct pull quote from Leviticus absolutely which like drives people fucking crazy because they're like i thought leviticus was evil but like you know yeah so it's complicated it's complicated you know i love reading these stories and being like oh my god that's where that idea came Mm -hmm. from that's where that line Mm -hmm. came from Mm -hmm. like if you get nothing else out of this podcast or out of this experience of going back Mm -hmm. and reading this book just realizing how much of our culture, quote unquote, whatever that means, mm-hmm. of Western culture, of American culture, of English speaking culture, f- originated in this two, three thousand year old book. I think that that is is mind blowing and and important to understand. So, right, final thoughts. I want to like notice that, especially in these early stories. There's this recurring theme of the younger brother usurping the older. And most people understand that as sort of a power inversion. 
Like mm-hmm. ostensibly the social construct was the older brother, the oldest brother inherits everything. Many people interpret this as to be a, a sort of disruption of the established constructed mm. order of power, which I would honestly call queer. Like, and, and I would argue that this yeah. is in, in, inherently queer in that way, if that is in fact true. And it's especially fun, I think, to read it that way if we think of Esau as like a manly bear type mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Jacob as like a hairless soft boy cooking with his mama in the kitchen, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and that really does lean heavily, I think, on modern stereotypes, mm. but it just lends itself so well here. So I, I'll just mm-hmm. indulge in that a little yeah. bit. And the power dynamics then of, of Rebecca and Isaac, again, Isaac, major bottom energy. Mm-hmm. Rebecca, yeah. major top energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's also important to understand the context, right? These stories don't come to us from a vacuum and they're not they're not whispered into a void, right? They're told to a people, they have an audience. If your audience is a people that have often found themselves on the margins, if your audience is a people who have often found themselves in an undesirable right. position, then is it a coincidence that the stories that we find here are stories of an upending, right? Uh-huh. Um, or a subverting of the established order. When we um, were in Ireland, when Mandy and I were in Ireland, um, we were doing this Journey of Hope program. And one of the leaders of the program told us a story that, that I found really powerful. And she herself was at a conference And there was an indigenous person there um, speaking back to a a kind of primarily white audience. And the person said, she held up a Bible and she said, what is this? And, you know, the answer was like, that's, that's a Bible. And she said, you know, you white folks have taken this and for most of your existence have brought it to us and said to us, we're going to tell you what's in here. We're going to help you understand what's in here. And she said, what you don't understand is that this is a manual for liberation, right? Mm. This is a manual and stories about how to survive and and how to achieve liberation. Mm, So what you really should have been doing is coming to us in the margins and asking us to explain this Mm. to you. It's a powerful reminder that these stories were told to a people in the margins. Mm -hmm. And so the question for us is, what do we lose? What do we have to struggle to regain in terms of understanding when we find ourselves in the center? When we benefit from the status quo and the way things are, how then do we have to struggle to really get at the root of what this book is telling us? Honey. Yeah. Do you want to summarize what you remember? Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, okay. Isaac's like, God, my wife is barren. Uh, help us have a kid. Um, then Rebecca's pregnant with twins. Ta-da! And it's uh, Jacob 
and I want to, I'm so sorry. I want to say Esau. I know it's a, it's a name that we're not used to. That's fine. Also, unfortunately, nobody names their kid Esau. (laughs) Also, unfortunately, the first thing that came to my mind was Icheb, uh, a random side character from season Mm. six and seven of Star Trek Voyager. So anyway, Rebecca loves Jacob and Isaac loves Esau. Esau is is a, a big burly man and he hunts uh, in, in, in the field and he brings home the foods and he's like, oh, I am big and hairy and strong. Oh, yeah, yes. And Jacob of Jacob and Sons is like, I like to cook and I stay in the tent and I'm a soft boy. Um, yeah. And um, Esau is like, oh, I'm so hungry. And he trades away his birthright for some veggie stew. Yum. Mm. And then dad's dying. And he's like, hey, go make me my favorite food and I'll bless you, oldest son. And oldest son's like, you got it, pops, runs away. And then Rebecca's like, now's your chance. And hijinks ensue. Get in and there. Like, See where your training kicks in. On <laughs> Eye of the Tiger starts playing. It's a, it's a cooking montage. And yeah. costume yeah. And, and disguise montage. montage. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. He's like, here's your favorite stew, pop. And Isaac's like, who are you? No, that doesn't mm. happen. But he's like, does hey, <laughs> yeah. son, yeah. suspicious. Mm. Um, but uh, he's tricked and he's like, oh, yeah, you are my big burly man, son. Here's mm. all the blessings for you and all your peeps and your brothers will bow to you and it'll be great. And then Esau comes back and he's like, hey, I'm back. I made your food. And his dad's mm. like, who the fuck was that other guy? <laughs> and uh, Esau is, is so sad. And he's like, what? No, I got totally screwed over. Mm. Uh, please, like, you got to have something for me. Uh, and he says like, yeah, okay, I guess. Um, yeah, you got to, you'll be good with a sword and you'll serve your brother. But when you become restless, you will break from your brother's yoke something like that i'm like okay cool so something um and as overall i'm like i'm mad at rebecca oh you used to be my Mm. favorite you were louisa from encanto and i'll always (laughs) always louisa i'll always love you louisa um but now rebecca mm, so that's what i remember okay and uh do you remember how then Isa super mad Oh, yeah. Mm. He's like, oh, my God. As soon as dad dies, I am going to fucking kill you. <laughs> my brother, you are dead. And then there's also stuff with wives. Yeah. Mm. And Jacob's like, I'm going to go marry this cousin. Misa's like, well, I- I'm going to go marry this cousin. <laughs> um, mm. And so they marry cousins. And once again, it's a feature, not a bug. Right. Mm. Well, <laughs> so but where does Jacob end up remember no i don't remember i told you what i remember tell us tell us remember the the important thing to remember for next time is that Esau wants to he says he wants to kill jacob so rebecca's like shit we gotta send jacob to my brother's house and he can come back when Esau's cooled off or whatever so you can Mm. go off and get (laughs) wives from like my family Mm-hmm. And so Jacob is he's like, just go like, you know, take a vacation until your brother cools off from that. Whole, right. I'm it ends up being like thing. for like 20 years, but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. an extended vacation, an extended yeah. vacation. Rebecca sends him off to her hometown to find yeah. a wife and to mm-hmm. let Isa cool down. So that's important. A stay awaycation. <laughs> and on that note (laughs) it's in the book
Next time on It's in the Book, Sister Wives, Rachel and Leah. Hello, hello, Jay here. Thank you again so much for listening. We are so excited to be back. Please remember to rate, review, and share if you enjoy It's in the Book, a queer Bible podcast. This is a very independent project, and it really helps us to find our audience. Feel free to follow me on Instagram if that's a thing you like to do. I am j.sylvan.themself. Uh, you can also follow Beloved King Musical on Instagram. That's the musical based on David and Jonathan that I've been working on. And I want to say a heartfelt thanks to my Patreon subscribers. They have really helped me keep all of this going. We have some wonderful things happening with Beloved King. We are finally getting to a place where it is stage ready. And we have been able to bring this show back. And with everything going on in my life, starting this new job, moving across country to Texas, taking on my first full-time ministry job, uh, having a baby. I really wouldn't have been able to do this without all of you. So I want to thank my Patreon subscribers, Emily P, Kevin T, Pam L, Nina E, Jill, Valerie S, Mary, Len T, Halliday N, Monica, Nell S, and Tom S. If you would like to join them, we have tiers starting at just $2. We also have some fun rewards, such as a monthly Bible study where we go on Zoom and you can ask me all sorts of questions or tell me what you think about some of the episodes of It's in the Book. We'll delve a little deeper in those. Okay, that's all for today. Thanks. See you next time.